Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and this is the last podcast episode of 2020. Happy holidays to you. It's actually Christmas Day. This podcast is being released on December 25th. So for those of you who celebrate Christmas, I want to say Merry Christmas to you. And I want to open with two things. First, a shout out to my podcast editors. Um, we edit podcasts. You can actually find these guys, we edit podcast.com. These guys have done an amazing job for me this year. And I want to tell you that they're, they're not paying me to say this, okay? I'm not sponsoring. I'm not sponsored by these guys. I'm just really, really uh, grateful for the year that they've worked with me on this podcast, you know, getting the edits done, getting the the intros, the outros, getting the music. I mean, if you guys love listening to the Alpha Male Coach podcast, then you got to understand that the quality of which you are hearing this on all these episodes is coming from We Edit Podcast, and I really love these guys. They're based out of Canada. They've worked with me. They've made some amazing uh, – they've done just some really amazing work this entire year. I'm really, really grateful for that. So I want to give them a shout-out first. Second, I want to remind you that as a gift, I have been offering since the day after Thanksgiving, right, Black Friday – you can go to thealphamalecoach.com and buy any Alpha Male course for over 50% off the regular price. Now, the regular price will return in the new year. And now it's already like this is the last podcast episode of the year. So take advantage of developing indomitable self-confidence, living into your purpose, or eliminating buffering in 2021 while the discount is automatically applied at checkout. Now, I want to let you know that the discount will be applied at checkout. You won't see the discount offered on the description page. And after you click the buy now button, then you'll see the change in price. Before you pay for anything, you'll see the change in price. That is my gift to you guys during this 2020 holiday season. Don't procrastinate any longer on registering for any one of these courses. And remember, all alpha male courses, all three of them, are available to tier one and tier two students in the academy. So that's just a bonus. If you want to take more than one course and get access to all the other benefits of the academy, then you can enroll in the tier one or the tier two level of the Spartan Academy. Okay, let's get into this episode, guys. Let's get started because, again, I'm really excited about this. Now, this episode is the last podcast episode of 2020. And two weeks ago, I told you guys I was going to recap my year and all the things that I'm grateful for and what I am bringing into 2021 with me. And I'm actually going to really talk to you more about, we're going to be looking back. We're going to be talking about 2020 and all the things that I learned in this year. And you know, some of them, it's not that I learned them. It's just that I was able to develop them even deeper. And I also want to remind you guys that we are in our third year of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. Year three began in October. We started the third year in October. And that has a lot of significance because if you've been with me from the beginning, if you've been with me since podcast episode number one, then I am certain that you've noticed a lot of growth in my life. And I want to start right there by thanking you, my brothers. 
I would not be where I am today without you. And it's true that even if I had zero listeners and zero ratings and zero reviews, I would still be putting these podcasts out in out there like into the pod waves or <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. However, I know I wouldn't be where I am if that were the case. You see, I get emails from you guys every week. Most weeks I receive multiple emails and all of them are some derivative of how much your life has changed for the better just by listening to the podcast. I mean, just by listening and absorbing this information. Now, of course, you, you, when you enroll in the academy, you see that exponentially. You know, you see your life change exponentially. But the truth is, it's you who are doing the work. And I love hearing how many of you are doing the work. I cannot and will not take credit for any changes that have occurred in your life. You are 100% responsible for everything that happens for you. And as you continue to do your work, I continue to do mine. And while my growth is from my work and your growth is from yours, we exist, we coexist in a symbiotic relationship of teacher and student. I am your student as much as I am your teacher. And what I have learned from all of you over the course of 2020, I am immensely and eternally grateful for. Now, as I reflect back on this year, I remember so much amazingness that it would be difficult, to say the least, to go into detail in all the time that I have allotted for this podcast. I mean, there's just not enough time. I want to keep these things under 30 minutes. I know I go over 30 minutes from time to time, but I want to keep them around that 30-minute mark. But there are the facts, right? We know that the facts are circumstances. And then there is what I make the facts mean for me. And I want you to know that I'm not bragging when I tell you how amazing this year has been for me. I generally don't talk about myself on this podcast. There are a few episodes that give you some insight into my life. And for the most part, I want to keep the focus on you and how I can help you help yourself to elevate your alpha and live the life you intentionally create from your dreams. This podcast episode is about what I gained a deeper learning and development of and what the manifestation of the learning and development has been for me. So we're going to get started. And you know, I'm going to start with health. First of all, guys, I aged another year, <laughs> as probably all of you did as well. But I maintained an optimum state of health. Living in California at the start of 2020, meant that I was going to a gym I really enjoyed. You know, I've, I've always been a CrossFit. I've been, I've been doing CrossFit since 2006 when I opened my own gym. And I've always done CrossFit. I've done it on the daily. I work out seven days a week. The apartments I lived in also had a gym that I worked out at. You know, they had all the, all the accoutrement, you know, all the stuff. We had the dumbbells and so on. And in March, that all changed, right? If you guys remember, gyms closed and my apartment shut down all their amenities, including the gym. Now, I continued to eat healthy food according to my food protocol and my relationship with food. And I started doing workouts at home. And I'll tell you this, guys, you got you to gotta hear this. Like if humans in the Department of Corrections can maintain a state of health, a state of physical readiness, living in a small cell 23 out of 24 hours a day, then I'm going to tell you that none of us really have an excuse not to stay fit just because gyms decide that they want to close their doors, right? It's like, you don't, don't, you got to stop the blame. It's like, don't blame the government. Don't blame the businesses. Just stop making the excuses and start doing some push-ups. I mean, that's really the way, what, what happened in 2020 for me. I, there was no gym. There was no amenities. There was none of that. So it was push-up time, right? It's air squat time. It's sit-up time. Now I will admit that my overall contractile potential may have diminished a bit, you know, because I didn't have the resistance training, but that's more due to my nomadic lifestyle. That was due to my choice. 
of moving around. If I had been in a, a, you know, a single place, if I decided to stay somewhere for a long period of time, then I would have found some way to do resistance training. You know, I would have gone out to a rock pile and I would have started lifting rocks if I had to. It really, it, I mean, I would do what I had to. But I'll tell you that the body weight exercises and clean eating are more than adequate to maintain a body fat percentage for me between 8 to 12% while still being well-muscled and capably fit. Now, what I learned and developed through this was determination and fortitude. And I want you guys to understand that, again, I'm just going deeper into understanding what determination means to really be to really have and cultivate that fortitude. I know my health is my responsibility. It's not the responsibility of anyone else. It's not the responsibility of the gyms to stay open to keep me healthy. If they don't if they don't want to stay open, they don't have to, right? It's not the responsibility of other people to keep me healthy. And I'm going to tell you guys this, it certainly isn't my responsibility to keep other people healthy. So I won't make it their responsibility to keep me healthy. The only person who is responsible for my health is me. And during 2020, I really had to up my determination and fortitude to remain physically fit. I had to do it in my room, in hotel rooms. I was, I was working out outside in the cold. I would be running around in the cold. You know, I would find uh, things that I could use as, as medicine balls just to do med ball clean sometimes. I mean, it was a decision I made to stay determined to maintain my optimum state of health. That's number one my health in 2020. Number two, I continued to travel in 2020. And you know, obviously I didn't go overseas, but I was in California, Oregon, Arizona, Texas, and Florida. And some of you listening may consider that a little cavalier considering the pandemic, but let me explain something else to you. And this is true. I won't let circumstances stop me from living my life. And yes, the pandemic is a circumstance. How you think about it is how you subjectify it in your mind, but the pandemic itself is a circumstance. Viruses come and go. Life is in a constant state of flux. Nothing will ever remain the same. Now, I do take the precautions that I deem sufficient to protect myself and others, and I will not capitulate to fear. Life and liberty are inseparable. You cannot extinguish one without extinguishing the other. Now that countries, you know, other countries are opening back up, I can guarantee you I'll be pulling out my passport in 2021. And I already have plans in the first quarter of this year, well, not this year, <laughs> first quarter of 2021, to visit the Yucatan Peninsula and start scuba diving again. I have plans to go visit a buddy who lives on the island of Roatan. If you ever heard of Roatan, it's a small island off the coast of Honduras. Traveling and experiencing this abundant planet is something that I love and I will continue to love for the rest of my life. I've been to all 50 states, brother, and I've been to over 45 countries, and I'm still a very young man <laughs> living in a 41-year-old body. <laughs> so you can you could guarantee I'm going to be visiting way more countries. Now, what I learned and developed through this was compassion and faith. And this is what I mean when I talk about the pandemic, because I realize that there are humans out there living with hearts full of fear and are voluntarily suffering due to their thinking about this pandemic. The demonstration is clear. I am not afraid. I want you guys to know that I'm not afraid. I see no reason to fear a virus. I don't fear the common cold. I don't fear the flu. And I don't fear corona. I don't fear the vid. I have no reason to fear a virus or the outcome of contracting it. it it's an illness, whether that be like an illness or whether that be death even. I neither wish for nor am I afraid of death. And given what I understand about viruses, most people aren't going to die anyway. 
However, humans will die. It is the completion of life and form. It doesn't mean that's all there is, my friend. It just means that's the completion of this experience. Now, the ego and the beta condition fear death because they are part of this form. They're part of this life. and They know their time is limited. The alpha state doesn't fear death because death is an illusion. It is impossible. It never actually happens. We just transmute from one form to another. And so I have grown deeply into compassion for the pain and suffering that other people are going through as they are attached to fear, form, and illusion. Even when you're afraid of other people dying, that is still a fear. That is still a fear and attachment to form, attachment to an illusion. And because I love all humans and love plus the knowledge of those you love are suffering, especially needlessly, this creates compassion. I have moved so much more deeply into compassion this year in 2020. And I've also developed so much more faith in the future. Because brothers, we don't have enough information of the future to ever be pessimistic. Listen, we are always in faith, right? We're always exercising some kind of faith. We are either faithful that all is and will be perfect, all is and will be amazing, all is and will be for us, or we are putting our faith into believing that all is lost and we are doomed. Either way, we're practicing our faith in our own belief. And I have developed a deep faith in knowing that everything in the universe is happening for us. As any student of history will tell you, do you remember the story of the farmer and the villagers? And for time's sake, I'm going to make this super duper quick because if you don't remember, I think it's important to remind you here. There was a farmer who let go of his horse. He said his horse is getting old. He just decided one day to let it go. Just one day. He's like, go. And the villagers came and said, what are you doing? This was a bad choice. You've made a mistake. You have bad fortune. When the crops come in, you have no horse. You won't be as prosperous as the rest of us. And the farmer says, maybe, maybe not. The next day, the horse that he let go comes back and brings five horses along with it, five young, strong horses. And then the villagers come again and they say, what great fortune you have, because now your horse came back and you have all these young horses. You will be way more prosperous in the coming months as the crops come in. And the farmer says, maybe, maybe not. The next day, the farmer's son goes out to tame one of the wild horses that the older horse had brought back and he's thrown from the horse, breaks his leg. And the villagers once again come to the farmer and they say to the farmer, what poor fortune, what bad fortune you have. Because now your son's leg is broken. He won't be able to help you when the harvest comes in. You won't be as prosperous. And the farmer says, maybe, maybe not. The next day, the government comes in and rounds up all the young, able-bodied men to go to war. But they don't take the farmer's son because he has a broken leg. And the villagers come and they say, what good fortune you have. They, the government took our sons off to war. But your son is here. And when his leg heals and the harvest comes in, he'll be able to help you. Our sons won't be here. What amazing fortune you have, and so on and so on. You know, because the farmer says maybe, maybe not. Here's the point the point is that we don't have enough information to be negative about what is happening because eventually what is happening will be revealed to be happening for us, not and never to us. Now, I've also experienced some really amazing relationships, right? I've talked to you guys about the health. I've talked to you guys about the travel. Now, I want to talk to you guys about the relationships that I've had with wonderful women that have aided me in expanding my own consciousness and personal development. I've met some amazing guys. I'm going to talk about my Spartans later. I'm going to talk about my business later. But just between you know me and the women, between me and you know that opposite sex, that amazing female energy that I just love so much, in 2020, I started and completed two relationships that lasted over 90 days. So you know that midterm relationship. But I've also 
had met several women who I just shared some time with more for a reason than a season. And you may remember from listening to previous episodes that for me, for many years of my life, I lacked confidence outside of my circle of influence and authority. You know, it was always easy for me to meet women in my gym because I was the king of that castle. I was in authority and that authority developed thoughts leading to confidence and effortless action around talking to and opening relationships with fun, intelligent, beautiful, and, and fascinating women. Upon leaving the castle, <laughs> if you remember, when I was outside of the gym, my mind changed and I felt small and I felt shy. Now, all of this changed in 2017 when I started managing my mind and elevated my alpha state. And for three years, brothers, I've had no issues with approaching, talking to, and opening relationships with women who I found interesting and arousing. And then 2020 shows up, <laughs> right? And now it's 2020 and all the gyms, bars, clubs, cafes, libraries, malls, and pretty much everywhere that has four walls and a ceiling decided to close their doors. But I didn't let it stop me. I won't let it stop me. I can't let it stop me. I love women. I don't care what you call it. You can call it a female energy that I'm attracted to if you believe in that kind of thing. I just love flirting. I love touching. I love smiling. And you know what? I love all the things that lead up to that and happen after that. You know, I wasn't going to stop talking to women. It just wasn't going to happen. I wasn't going to stop meeting women. And so I didn't. And what I learned and developed through this was creativity and acceptance. Check this out, guys. You don't need anything except yourself to meet any woman. I'm telling you this from a position of belief and from a position of experience. You don't need alcohol. You don't need activity. You don't need status. You don't need cellular structure, whatever that means. I mean, you don't have to look a certain way. All you need, you already have. You need confidence. You need confidence in yourself and you have that. It comes from within. You need to accept and allow her to be who she is. And that comes from within as well, that you have that ability. And you need the creativity to have fun because you are fun. Fun doesn't come from outside of you. Fun doesn't exist out in the world. It exists in your mind as a creative, spontaneous impulse to show up without fear of judgment and rejection. Now, look, I'm not going to say that things haven't changed. Of course, things have changed. That is the nature of the universe. That's the nature of the universe in form. All things change. All things are changing. The clouds in the sky are a testament to this. They appear and disappear as they shift and move through the sky. You know, now I'm in Oregon, so I see this happening all the time. Actually, the clouds in the sky here just kind of stay there. They're there all the time. I haven't seen the sun for days because I just got to Oregon. Um, I came from Florida. But as we experience time, we must experience change. Use this to your advantage. Accept this as a reality of life and start getting creative with what the universe is giving you. I developed one of my shorter relationships with this really, really fun and stunning woman without saying a word. I'm going to tell you this story because it was so fun. I was outside about to take a call. I was outside uh, getting ready to take a call with one of my students. And I was walking down this uh, area, this sidewalk, and she was walking you know, towards me. And I started walking towards her on the street. Well, it was a sidewalk, actually. We don't, I don't walk in the street. I don't just walk out in the middle of the street. But as we approached each other... I looked at her and I caught eyes with her. You know, we made eye contact and I raised my eyebrows, you know, kind of like, hey, what's up? But you know what? <laughs> I probably just raised one higher than the other because I think I had a little bit of Bell's palsy at the time. I mean, I was getting over it, but there was still some of that residual Bell's palsy. So it might have been one eye going up, one eyebrow, like kind of like the rock, but you know, who knows? But what I did is I raised my eyebrows and I reached my hand out to her. And she took my hand and I started dancing with her right there on the sidewalk. And about a minute or two later, I took out my phone because again, I had my phone. I was about ready to take, ready, about ready to make a call with my student. And 
um, I opened the contacts and I handed it to her and pointed at it and she put in her contact information and then she walked away and I took my call. The first time I ever talked to her was when I called her and I'm going to tell you something. I was really happy to know that she spoke English. <laughs> it was great. It's like, yes, you speak English. That's awesome because the rest is history. Meeting women, meeting anyone in fact, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a woman, if it's a stranger, if it, it doesn't matter. It's as easy as it always has been as long as you believe it to be so and are creative enough to make it so. The key is to let go of your fear and go out there and be yourself. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about the cliche way, right? Not in the cliche way of be yourself, right? I mean, literally, brother, be yourself. And to be yourself, you have to know yourself. This is always step one. Know yourself and you know all humans. Know yourself and you are the light that shines brighter than the sun. Without knowing yourself, there is hiding. There's excuses. There's abdication, there's capitulation, there's fear, there's anger, there's hate, there's resentment, and there's blame. Accept what is and get creative. And that's what I learned and developed in my relationships. Now, we've talked about relationships, talked about health, talked about travel. What about business? What about wealth, coach, right? Isn't this all about relationships, health, and wealth? And it is. So I want to tell you that this year has been the best year I've had in business. It has been a phenomenal year, in fact. I've grown so much, and I have had the honor of being present for the growth of hundreds of men who have taken their relationships, their businesses, their wealth and income, their health, and their general lives to levels that, for some of them, never thought that they would ever reach. And as each of my students does their personal cognitive work to eliminate fear, and doubt and worry from their lives, that work transfers to all aspects of living. It is an amazing thing. I know the power of cognitive mastery for what it's done and continues to do in my life, and I am so honored and so privileged to see how it's worked to change the lives of my students. And my impossible goal for 2021 is to write a New York Times bestselling book. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of insight into this coming up year, 2021. And you know, I will let you know when that is released, when that book comes out so that all of you can go out and get a copy of it, all of you can be participate in helping me get to that New York Times bestselling list. You guys probably know, and if you don't know, I already have a book out there, right? There's already a book written out there. It's called How Thoughts Become Things. It is the universal truth. It's very short. It's very basic, but it's incredibly valuable. And it's available on the website when you want to grab one. This year, I'm going to write a longer book that dives even deeper into everything I teach and how you can live the life of your dreams, which is the life you deserve. You deserve to live the life that is in your mind because it is your mind that is creating your life. If it is in your mind, then it's what you deserve. And it's where you should be. Anyway, I did a podcast episode a few weeks back. It was called The Money Series, and I described the ups and downs that I had this year in creating income. I'm going to tell you, brothers, it's all due to focus. It's all due to intention, and it's all due to the actions, the offers that you make. And let me tell you guys something. The more money I make, the less I think about it. Now, it's true. I will tell you that it's true. I have that abundance position that I do think about. I spend time thinking about how I can give my abundance position away. I still operate daily in my abundance position when it comes to paying for people's fuel when I see them when I'm out, 
people's food. It's really not as much anymore because there's the restaurants are closed and coffee and things. So lately what I've been doing is I've really been into buying toys and gifts for kids because, I mean, we're in the holiday season, right? So it's it's really easy for me now. We'll see what happens in January when the holidays are over. So I'm thinking about money in that aspect, in that aspect. but aside from that, really, I'm not thinking much about money. I'm so focused on contributing and creating. There's so much I, I'm looking forward to to putting out there for you guys so much content, so much program, so much amazing information for you guys to apply and use in your life. Money is a byproduct of an abundant mindset and offering your gifts to the world. And even though I've heard 2020 has taken a toll on businesses, you know, big and small, I know that this is due to the cognition of the business owner and less on the circumstance around them. Now, I'm not blaming anyone. Understand, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just basically calling you out here. I'm saying like, look, if you're a small business owner, if your business has taken a hit because of whatever's gone on in 2020, that's the thought, right? It's like, it's because of this thing out there. It's this external thing that's creating my life. No, brother, it's not. It's the way you're thinking about the external thing. You have so much creativity in you. You have so much contribution in you. You have so much power in you. You have so many gifts to offer the world. And the world longs for these gifts. The world is waiting for you to give these gifts to them. I'm simply saying that the responsibility of earning money is in the individual. It's not in the system, in the laws, or in the government. And if I teach you guys anything, then I teach cognitive mastery. And the demonstration of cognitive mastery is personal responsibility. What I learned and developed through this, through the business, is how to become failure-proof, which is actually the December curriculum in the academy, but it's also tenacity. I have learned how to adapt and overcome. I have decided what was important to me and how I was going to achieve it using the circumstances that I was being presented with by the universe. I had to persevere through the opinions of other people. I had to show up when I didn't want to. And I had to make offers when I was feeling off or feeling dispassionate. I had to learn how to show and demonstrate to people that fear was the only thing holding them back. And money scarcity is a sickness preventing them from creating an abundance of wealth. I had to become an example of what's possible during these fascinating and confusing times. I had to lead from the front and demonstrate courage and tenacity for my students and my audience, even many of you who are out there right now struggling mentally and creating struggle in form. I want to be an example for you of what's possible, not just now, but in the future going into 2021. I am not special, brother. I have nothing you don't have. I'm just a man. I've learned to become failure proof. And the result of that is tenacity, which is determined persistence. There's so much more I can tell you about brothers. This year has just been so amazing for me and I'm so incredibly grateful. And someday soon, I know you will be a part of the Academy and we will discuss how to make all of this work for you in your life. I've appreciated you listening about how 2020 has helped me to grow so much. And until the time that we meet, in the academy, or even in the next, even in the next program that's coming out, the training core, I am knowing that you are living in a perfect life wherever you are, and will continue to persevere and thrive into 2021 and beyond. I love you guys, and until next week, which is next year, <laughs> elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. 
If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.